Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. This other story over the weekend, and I know Shane and Kira spoke about it this morning, um, the Thornish there, Mihal Martin talking about homeschooling. And he claimed, he said in an interview in the Examiner that he was talking about the um, the Burke case and highlighting why children should be educated in schools and not in the home. But he he talked about the fact that he said it shows the importance of socialisation. And I'm not talking about the Burke case today, but I'm interested in just chatting to people about homeschooling and what are the benefits of it, or is Mihal Martin right? Should children be educated? in the classroom. I would like to hear a variety of opinions on this today. Margaret is with us on the line. Margaret, you've eight children, all of which were homeschooled. So what's your reaction to Micheál Martin's comments? Mm. Oh, well, when I read his his, um, statement, I was just really, really angry. And in my head, I was composing a reply to him, you know, just to contradict him. Because, I mean, I feel home-educated children are much more socialised and children who are sitting in a classroom of peers of the very same age who have to keep quiet and have to obey all the rules, which is, is fine for the school children. But, I mean, it's just they're not socialising. But how are kids that are being homeschooled socialising anymore, Margaret? Well, I mean, my children might be a special case in one way because we had eight of them. So they had a sort of a, a mini group of their own and so I got this, this theory of socialisation states that all children who are of different ages learn from one another and you know I, I just find that that's great even for whatever age group and that's our children went to home education meetups, they were meeting children babies from 18 months upwards to teenagers and they were all playing together, and they were all mixing together so it wasn't just socialising with their own age group it was just socialising. And they weren't afraid to speak to adults or to grannies or whoever turned up at these meetings in whatever type of venue, whether it was a woods or a, a play centre or someone's house or picnics. It just was so organic and more natural. And they're, they're, they're extremely socialised. Why did you decide to homeschool, Margaret? Well, I actually was a primary school teacher and I was teaching in a, a, a primary school, two-teacher school, and I had junior infants up to third class. And I found that I was able to bring the juniors on by blending them with the, the third class. I, I like Zygotsky's theory. They all learned from one another. We were able to have a common level. We were able to raise the level of the juniors or whatever, you know. And, and I found it was just such an organic way. It was like a little family. And so when it came, when my child, when my first child, Christopher, was 18 months old, I just said, I am not sending him into school. I want to see him developing myself at home. I want to continue like the education and the, his growth the way I had been doing and watching, watching him walking, watching his teeth, watching his language develop and watching his socialising. And I just said, no, I can't send him to school because I felt in a way if he went to an ordinary school with like 30 first class or 30 junior infants, I just felt he would be put into a box and would be suppressed. That was my opinion at the time. Look, I suppose you're, you're definitely, if you, you, you say you've eight, like in all at the one time, you've definitely the argument for the, the small schools, um, the small class size. But is it different, though, in your circumstance, Margaret, in that, like, you've obviously, you went through teacher training. Like, you, you know, they, you know, your kids basically had, did a private teacher at home all day, every day. Well, do you know what? It was actually a disadvantage. So I had to retrain. I had to de-school myself. And make sure I wasn't doing books, books, books or whatever. I had to, like if the children said, oh, mommy, there's butterflies in the garden. I had to drop everything. Right, let's go out. Let's look at the butterfly. Let's look at his colours. Let's look at the books and, and find out. Let's draw pictures. So, I mean, it wasn't led by me. 
no way. My children were leading everything, everything that, what, that they wanted to learn. We were out the door or we were doing the music or whatever they wanted. It was me dropping everything and let, let's go, let's all do it as a group or as a family. Like um, once um, the, one of the dogs killed a rabbit and my husband picks up the rabbit, brings it in and dissects it. He's a nurse. So he was able to show the, the children the kidneys and the lungs and the heart. And this is out in our kitchen. I, I remember watching it just saying, this is amazing. It's just so natural. And I think it benefited our children in every way, you know, um, socially as well as, as um, educationally, academically. And I mean, this is what we were doing in small groups, meeting up, whether we were meeting in Carlo or whatever. There could be like 30 or 40 children meeting together. We have our gathering once a year. Unfortunately, it was stopped because of COVID, but we're starting it again this year. But we had a couple of hundred families gathering together. But it's just, but it's, it was just, just once a year, Margaret, was it? Sorry? It was just once a year. Once a year for our big conference, our big gathering. But um, like I was used to organise the Agori meetup. We'd meet in um, Kids Zone or we'd meet in the park. We'd do historical, a historical uh, lecture or whatever group would come and um, tell us all about, say, the Vikings or 1968. And we would have five or six or ten families gathered together to do this. We'd all bring our, our a, a lunch, a pot of soup or sandwiches or right. pasta dishes and we would all socialise for the whole okay. day. St- stay with us, Margaret. I want to chat, as I mentioned, to, to a few different people today on the mm. programme. But actually, in particular, I would love to speak to somebody today who was homeschooled. Who were were there the, ch- the the child effectively, um, and their parents decided they were going to be homeschooled, and they went through you know the homeschooling at home. We're never in the mainstream class or school environment, and I'd love to hear your perspective on this today. Eighteen hundred four five three one zero six is the number. Emma's with us though in Tipperary. Emma, I believe you are a teacher. Is that right? Hi, Andrea. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am a teacher. What's your view on homeschooling and and the impact on children's socialisation skills? I don't wholeheartedly disagree with homeschooling, but one of the massive massive advantages of traditional schooling is that children learn to be amongst and around people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different religions, different traditions, and even different socioeconomic statuses, which then teaches them vicariously the likes of tolerance and accepting difference and also the only way to develop social skills is to be social so i absolutely accept your previous speaker's comments and that they were obviously lucky children because she has an educational background but having being surrounded by people who are and have been raised in the exact same environment doesn't always promote acceptance of diversity and difference and I suppose I don't really want to dwell on the Burke case but possibly that is one of the reasons why because they grew up listening to people who are of the same background and the same opinion always okay. so when they are so, faced with difference so what, yeah, so, so what about that point Margaret then just about like the idea of children sitting in a classroom and mm-hmm. meeting people just meeting and mixing with kids from Lots of different backgrounds. Mm. Well, when she was speaking there, that speaker, I actually thought she was talking about home educators because we mix with Christians, we mix with Muslims, we mix with people from Syria, from France, Spain, I mean, Germany, because they're not allowed to home educate in Germany after six. Our, our home education group is so diverse and our children learn tolerance 
and cooperation and to be friends with children from all backgrounds. All but how though, Margaret, if, 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 the, if, you, like, if your kids are only meeting up with other homeschooled mm. children, you know, mm. two or three times a year, how, but the, how do as you... As I said to you, we have, we have weekly meetings. We have some, then when they get a bit older, the children go to people's houses. They stay there, stay overnight. Children come down here. It's just absolutely beautiful. They're not just having a half an hour friendship with somebody. Oh, I'm going for a little play date. They're spending entire weekends or entire weeks with their friends. And we have our house full of home educators here. We do book, cup, book clubs for the children. You know, we, we organize all activities based on whatever passions or interests that they, they have. And, you know, as a result of all this mixing with people, like they do have diverse opinions. They do see the, um, the world through other people's um, views as well, through other people's eyes. And, I mean, we, we do teach our children to have their opinions and to stand up for their rights and to stand up for social justice. My children are not afraid to speak out, but they do. They have been taught to speak out with respect and with love. Voice your opinion and then let let the organisation take its course. Okay, so is, is, is that not enough then, Emma, then? Because I know you made the point around, like, it's, you know, the only way to develop social skills is to be social. But, like, as Margaret's described, her kids still had that opportunity. I I think Margaret's children are in an, an extremely for, fortunate position, but not all experiences, homeschool are ex, experiences are the same. Um, you know, in general, I mean, her children have had a, a, what sounds like an absolutely fantastic, a well-informed experience, but that is not the norm. It's not the majority. Okay. Uh, well, let's bring in Liz as well. Liz is with us because Liz, you are a teacher, but you started homeschooling after COVID. Is that right? Basically, I had started uh, home teaching because of COVID, but we never went back. Because the collaborative process that produced this, produced this wonderful collective wisdom that we have in our community was just superstar stuff. And it just twigged so well for myself and for my husband. We are both teachers. We both taught in third level. But it's through that humility of being with other people. And we're not vicariously learning acceptance. We're not just understanding and developing social skills with our child. We're actually embracing in what I would call a realistic way of being able to connect with people. And it's that fundamental understanding of respect. And we can't get that in a classroom because we did that already before. And it just somersaulted to the extent that we really, really embraced Home Education Network, the other people, what Margaret was saying about being organic and natural, about de-schooling and having the voice and tapping into the needs of our children. I just say bravo. That is exactly how we feel as a network. Lorna, do you agree with that? Is Lorna there? Have we got Lorna on the line? Hi, Hi, Lorna. How are you? How are you? Um, I don't agree because I don't think you can, um, you know, upper middle class and lower middle class, you can't have the same approach um, because you've got disadvantaged kids, you've got kids coming from very difficult family situations and they need um, the the social aspect of school, they need the support, they need teachers who can teach properly. I think maybe um, the system could be adjust, you know, I think there's a lot of improvement to be made. Um, We've got so many more cultures in our country now, so the religious aspect does need to be addressed. Um, And I think that's happening a lot. But I mean, if you look at what happened during lockdown, I mean, how many young people 
are now suffering from mental health problems because they were isolated. You know, there's a balance, you know. I do hear what that lady's saying and the other lady, but I really don't think everybody can, you know, has the same advantages or whatever way you want to look at it. It's interesting though, Liz, like both yourself and Margaret, you both come from teaching backgrounds. Absolutely. But it was actually my teaching background that was my hindrance because I was ignorant. I was very biased before I actually embarked on homeschool. I was ignorant and I did not have respect or tolerance or understanding for the diversity, the equity and the inclusion that we can actually muster with our children in a different platform. And that was the key. It was that collaborative process. It was understanding people's tolerance that different people can actually operate in different ways. Our network is very diverse. We have Russian, Latvian, Lithuanian, German, Spanish. We have an eclectic mix of people that gives us such a wonderful opportunity to get out of our ignorance. And if I could just say one thing, that what was most important is listening to our child's voice. Not every shoe fits the same No, no, and I I, I take that point. But are, are you primary or secondary teacher, Liz? I'm third level. I taught PLC and I taught people that were very disadvantaged, that wouldn't have gone through the home education system, never mind the school system okay. that were dropouts, to be able to give them an authentic trade, engineering, or okay. to be able to get into the workforce. And when you say you're, you're, you decided after COVID, um, was it one or two children that wouldn't, wouldn't then go back, you know, that they stayed in homeschooled at home of your own kids? It, um, I have one child, I one. have one beautiful child, and I just asked her, how do you feel? And she said, mum, I'd like to stay home. And so it was, was her it. decision, was it, to stay? She, she wanted to decision. stay at home. You see, that was the thing. It was tapping in. I always said to her that you must speak your mind, but you need to mind what you say. And that goes across the board. And it's about respect. It's about diversity. It's about tolerance. And that is what we are teaching her and to be independent in that thinking. Anne is with us as well. Anne, like, how does homeschooling affect, or does it, socialisation for children? Oh, well, actually, it, um, it broadened my experiences in meeting other people. I probably would meet people that I probably meet people now that I probably wouldn't have met before homeschooling. I'm only doing this three years, so I've done the whole school gate thing for years. So um, for, for socialisation, I actually think I improved because we go to, um, in my local meetup now, we go to a forest a week, a different one. And it could be in neighbouring counties or anything like that. And we meet different people then link up with other homeschooling networks. But I'd like to point out as well is that my kids have maintained their friendships from their school days in my neighbourhood and go up and down to their neighbours' houses. Like this um, idea that I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled by Lorna. This idea that our children are at home and it's controlled, you know, you know play dates with other homeschooled children couldn't be further from the truth. And I'm sorry, but that's not the true. Parties. It does happen. I'm not saying you're doing it, oh, but it does happen. Yeah, I, I, look, that happens with any family. There's, a, the, you know, not any family. That can happen in school-going children and homeschool children. Well, they're they're just, anomalies. Can I just they're, mention, could you not can I, can I just finish rather than my, taking I, it into your own hands? Sorry? I said, could we not educate teachers? We need equality. There are still people at the lower end of the scale who don't have the privileges. And, you know, they do need education too. So 
I to I mean I hear what you're saying and I totally agree with with your ethos. But I you just see, think this is the thing. This is, uh, I don't know. Uh, is, that's not that's not Lorna, is it? It is, is Lorna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what has been your experience that you formed this opinion that you know homeschoolers need qu- properly qualified teachers? Already, we've heard from parents who are qualified teachers. I'm an educated person. I'm third level educated. No, and my child, what I found that. with what I, what I found. That. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, but there is, there is this, there is this. But I'm trying to counter the the, the idea that homeschool children, and obviously there are some, but that's the same for school going children. Obviously, that, but, but this idea that we are at home and the children are lacking in socialisation, it, no, it actually opened my eyes how how much more we I actually do with my children because I'm not tied to. No, I do appreciate free. that. Yeah, I do appreciate. And all I'm saying I, I, to you, what, what, can I just what, say something? All I'm saying to you is. Uh, would it not be better to re-educate the schooling system in the country as well as having homeschool? Uh, your homeschool is a choice. Well, it, it certainly it sounds like a very good choice. And it would, but, what would be but, lovely is if, if local schools actually invited homeschool parents in to show maybe yeah, what we absolutely. do different. I'd like all children to experience a good learning environment and I'm not against schools and I'm actually quite fluid. If my children choose in years to come to go back and to have uh, say in the last three years to have gone back into BLC, if they choose to go to school, I will not hold them back. But I am giving them a really, really good learning environment along with socialisation skills that they, that they probably wouldn't get in school because they are confined to a timetable and it's Monday to Friday. So that's the part. What about learning, but, you know, life skills? But should they're mixed in with other children. They learn resilience and they learn... Um, um, what you call it, resolution, how to, you know, um, sort out conflicts among their family and their friends and their extended family. Like, it, this is where they, everybody learns from their family, from their wider peers, their neighbours. Yeah, that's that isn't necessarily so good. Different. You know, you have a very positive family, obviously. There are a lot of people and that's out been there my experience. who are living you see, in a very that's been, environment. I, I'd like to finish, sorry. Uh, that's been my experience with every other. I have yet to meet a homeschooling parent who, who will, who, 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 it, is what like Behan Martin describes. I've I've yet to meet that, and that's Do why they... I rang into the show because I was very annoyed that he made a sweeping statement about a huge group of parents and guardians who really work hard to provide the best at learning environment, and it was very derogatory and it's actually quite bigoted. It's a yeah, big statement. Not, okay, I'm okay. Can I can I just him. ask you, Anne? And I and I'm not just asking this question of you, but I am curious because I, I did put the call out at the start of the show today that I would love to speak to somebody now who was homeschooled o- over the years, and and I, like I just wonder, do the children ever regret it? Like, do the kids ever feel that they've missed out on on, on I suppose the, the mainstream, like? Because when well, you go on to college, you know, like when you, if, like you mentioned your, your two of your children, did you, and they um, subsequently went on to do PLC courses. Did I take you up right or? Yeah, you see, I have, I have uh, two older children and one of them now would have sat the junior cert, say, in 2020, but she didn't get to do it. And my oldest son, <clears throat> pardon me, was in TY. <coughs> pardon me. And we did homeschooling for a year, say, after the COVID. We didn't know what way it was going to work out, whatever. And my oldest son then went on to a PLC. He chose that. He chose the course and he's gone on to level six. He's already mm. secured his level eight uh, place uh, next year. And he's going on an Erasmus trip to Italy for three weeks um, in uh, next week, actually, through his level six course. So, like, they're not missing opportunities. They're not missing. And he, he has a part-time job. My 
daughter has a part-time job as well. She's, she has a part-time job at a local leisure centre for the last year and a half. So if they, what I'm, I, I can't answer for, say, adult children that are homeschooled. I do know some, but I wouldn't know them very well to speak for them. But okay. I get to meet okay. somebody who is well, I have to say that there's a lot of people getting in touch about this. There must be an awful lot of people. Um, homeschooling. Well, if the the text line is anything to go by today, there's a huge amount of people getting in touch to say they have either previously homeschooled or they're going through it at the moment. Um, this listener, for instance, says, um, I was homeschooled for my entire life. I then went on to school. Oh, I went into school, into main, mainstream school for fifth and sixth year in secondary. I have to say it was a wholly positive experience. It's benefited me greatly in college and in social settings. I don't know, do they mean the homeschooling or the fact they went into school for fifth and sixth year? People are too quick to demonise school or homeschooling but I think both methods have their own merits uh, and both can be a positive experience. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about homeschooling and um, whether or not it can lead to socialisation issues for children who are homeschooled. It follows on from comments from Thonish the Micheál Martin over the weekend. 1800 453 106, that's the number if you want to talk to us. Uh, Leodon is with us on the line because, Leodon, you were homeschooled, is that right? Yeah, I was homeschooled for my entire Stay with us there one second. Can you hear me okay? You can. I can, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry... You were homeschooled for your entire uh, lifetime, Leo. Yeah, I was homeschooled up until the age of 16 when I went and I did a PLC. And then after the PLC, I got into Sarah Devil College. So when you were growing up and, you know, whatever, five or six years of age, um, do, do like was it just a case of you were going to be homeschooled? Had you, you know, been to crash or play school or that beforehand or like... Well, obviously, I never knew any different. I was, I'm the youngest of eight, so obviously I grew up around my brothers and sisters. It was like a whole a group together, and um, I didn't learn really uh, rigidly. I kind of listened to what the others were learning, and I didn't want to learn. I didn't want to learn until, to read until I was six, and then I picked up a book and started reading. I wasn't formally taught. I just picked it up by osmosis. But your your brothers and sisters were were homeschooled, so you you've you'd had kind of always sort of seen that environment where your brothers and sisters, your siblings were they were always effectively in the house Monday to Friday. They didn't leave to go to school during the day. For I any know number we didn't leave to go to school, but it, like every day there would be either a meet up or we'd go to lessons or we'd go to just to the park or something to yeah. learn through nature. Yeah, so you so you did meet up with people and friends beyond your your family yeah 100 percent. yeah so what what do you like what's your view um on Michal Martin's comments then around socialization um well I growing up I was very social I would have been meeting up with people at least once a week more than once a week even I had a wide range of interactions with people who weren't even my age I went to uh centers for um, community care centres to play cards with older people once a week I w- volunteered in a second hand shop it's it's making your opportunities to socialise Did you find it hard to, to mix you know with people around your own age and when you went to the PLC course or went on then to further education or in the workplace Not at all I've, people say that I'm one of the most social people I've ever met Yeah so you didn't find it you didn't find it tricky to 
to make you know to make no, friends. I, and... I grew up speaking to people my own age and people older than me, so yeah. I got a, a wide diversity of communication as well. Do you ever um, look back and feel like you missed out, Leodon, on this on the school Not experience? At all. No, you don't. Feel I you think did, yeah. it's made me who I am, and I think I uh, learned so much from developing that way. Mm. You you went on then though to do that was your choice was it to continue on then and to do the PLC course? Yeah, yeah. And are you are you still in college or are you working now? I'm in first year in college. I had a part time job last year. I worked in a nursing home for a year, which was great experience, okay, great yeah. experience socially yeah. as well. And I'm now currently studying uh, children's and general nursing in UCD. Mm. And do you like so you you see it as homeschooling as a very ben- as a ben- beneficial experience? It's positive. Yes, I feel it, I feel it was very beneficial for me anyway. Obviously, it doesn't suit certain children, but it did suit me. And I got a wide variety of social experience being home educated. Yeah. Uh, Bridget is with us as well. Um, Bridget, you homeschooled some of your kids, did you, for a while? Hi, Andrea. Yes, I homeschooled my boy when he was 14. Um, he'd been to regular school until that time, but he was a very sensitive boy. Um, had some bullying issues which were not properly resolved by the school at the time. So um, I decided to take him out and teach him myself. Um, we weren't socially isolated, Andrea, but I did at the time. It was seven years ago. Um, I did feel academically unsupported. Um, there weren't any groups near me. There was no one to bounce ideas off of or discuss projects. Um, you know, I just didn't feel connected. But we, you know, we, we, we kept going. But the some of the pros were, number one, um, a great bonding experience with my 14-year-old teenage boy, which um, w- was really unexpected side effect of, of the homeschooling. I really enjoyed that. And also, mm. as the other ladies have said, it was a very organic experience. You know, we, uh, we'd read something, um, we'd spot something new, um, we'd, we'd research that. Um, I, I took the opportunity to teach him about you know, things you might not have thought about, like honour killings in Pakistan and the, the trouble that women have um, <laughs> in all sorts of different areas and racism and homophobia. And I really felt, you know, he was getting a, a, a rounded education. But kids need a rounded education and kids need rounded teachers. And what I've heard today from those lovely ladies, congratulations, they are wonderful teachers, and went back and retrained themselves. Um, I I think it's very commendable. But unfortunately, not all children get rounded teachers in in the home, as we have seen. Um, Some of those children went on and and did academically very well, Mm. but some of them... um, But what about the point, what about the point, though, like, uh, Bridget, that's, you know, that I have to say, a lot of people are making this point, actually, on, 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 by text today, you know, on 53106. Like, how does a parent decide they're qualified to look after their child's well, education. Well, as some people have said, you know, these are a lot of privileged ladies who've had third level, they're qualified teachers. I myself, third level, masters. Um, it's it's an easy choice for, for, for educated people to make. You know, I'm educated. I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough. I can surely teach, you know, primary school kids anyway, if not secondary. It's just be a page ahead of them in the book, really, most of the time. Um, but I think it's a confidence issue as well, if, if that's what you're asking. You okay. Um, let, let, yeah. let, let, let me bring in Bridget. M- Melissa's on the line as well. Um, Melissa, you were homeschooled too. 
we got Melissa there. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, hi Melissa, how are you? Thanks for hi, thanks for you? getting in touch. Yeah. So tell me about your homeschooling experience. Yeah, so I was homeschooled um with some of my siblings up until I was sixteen and then I went into uh school for fifth and sixth year. Um I kinda just, we kinda made the decision it was just easier to do the leaving cert through that method because I didn't want to do a PLC. But I think in my family it was, you know, my we definitely aren't or weren't against school like my older brothers went to primary and secondary school um, and I think they just didn't have a super positive experience there I don't think it was the best learning environment for them so then my mom decided to homeschool me and some of my younger siblings so did you um, ever really go did you, did you ever go through the school system then so I was in school for fifth and sixth year sorry ju- just in the latter end but not your your early stages of your school environment were all at home yeah, they yeah. Were all at home. And I, I think I, I read a text, I don't know if it was your text, um, similar to, to that about somebody who went into school for fifth and sixth year in the, the later part of their, their education cycle. How did you find that, Melissa, going in in the last two years? Um, it was actually, it was great. I mean, I, I really, really enjoyed being homeschooled and equally I had a good time when I was in school as well. Uh, I went to uh, a place called Pierce College, so it was slightly more you didn't have to wear uniforms so it was slightly more um maybe informal than being in a like traditional secondary school but I got on really well there there was a great mix of people and the teachers were all very friendly and lovely um and it was great and I honestly feel like being homeschooled prepared me quite well for that um I had grown up being in lots of different social settings like my parents had me involved in different activities and I think it's like I, that was my text that you read out. And what I was saying about demonizing is I think sometimes people act as if it's like it's either homeschooling or school. And I can recognize that not everyone is able to homeschool. I think just the main mm. issue with me, Martin's comments, was that just the presumption that people who are homeschooled aren't socialized and don't have social experiences. So you, which, re- you kind of reject this notion that children who are homeschooled don't socialize beyond their parents, basically, and their siblings. Yeah, like I'm I'm not saying that it, it, I, I can't ever imagine a situation where that could occur, but like a lot of the people and my friends who were homeschooled operated in quite a diverse range of circles. They went to lots of different activities. They knew different people. Like I live in an estate and, you know, we were constantly out playing with kids on our road and I didn't feel like I missed out on any sort of social experiences because those they were all around me. Like they were just like an everyday part of my life. And I think being homeschooled just gave me a better sort of, I think it gave me a more rounded education where I was able to kind of go between different subjects and find out what I was really passionate about. What about the uh, your, your other friends that you talk about, you know, that lived beside you and neighbours and in the estate? How do they respond or react, you know, when you'd say, oh, I, I don't go into school, I, I go to school basically at home? Well, when you're a kid, everyone has the same, the classic response of, oh, do you get to just like wear pyjamas all day? Um, it's like, well, no. But, yeah, I mean, I think kids are quite like understanding. They don't, they're generally just like, oh, that's great. And then when I got older, there was like a couple of instances where people would say things about like, oh, you know, how do people socialize? And, you know, sometimes I would be like at parties with my friends and there'd be someone being like, like, how do you socialize? And I'd be like, well, I mean, how did I meet you? Like, how are we all friends? Like, you go to different activities, you meet people. And I think it gives you definitely anyway with my parents. They kind of gave me the confidence to realize that I could mix with a large group of people and even like now that I'm in college I'm in my final year and one thing that I noticed even in first year was that people were kind of 
kind of almost nervous to talk to sort of lecturers or tutors because they felt this sort of gap between them and sort of an authority figure. Whereas that we were able to sort of, I felt like I was able to bridge that gap slightly more easily because I didn't feel like there was such a divide or like I wasn't able to talk to people who were like considered, I don't know, like okay. over me. So, yeah, I think it was very positive yeah. for me anyway. Like, I have to say the vast majority of people getting in touch today um, who talk about homeschooling, either they've been homeschooled or they are currently homeschooling uh, their children. Um, not happy with Hall Martin's comments anyway over the weekend. This last text sort of summarises a lot of them. Uh, the Thornish's comments over the weekend were appalling. They've caused a huge amount of hurt and upset to many of us who educate our children. In our case, we were grossly let down by the education system. We undertook the responsibility to provide our children with the education that they need because of the failure of the state. School is a one-size-fits-all system which obviously doesn't suit every child. I feel to now be stigmatised in such a way by one of the country's leaders is sickening. His comments were so hurtful and demonstrate a lack of knowledge and empathy. And this texter says, I'm a primary school teacher in a small school teaching third to sixth class students in one room. The social aspect of school is so important. Kids learn tolerance and relations towards others daily. My husband is a clinical psychologist working with CAMS and constantly sees the difficulties occurring with teenagers who've been socially deprived. Also, how insulting for your caller to say primary teaching means only being a page ahead of the kids in the book. Keep them coming into us. 53106 is the number. Melissa and um, also as well to Leodon, thank you for, for getting in touch because I was inter- interested to chat to people today who have been homeschooled by their parents at home. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.